Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hey, I just got my Botox reminder text, actually. <laughs> just being like <laughs> I'm yeah. very much putting on my next list of things I would like to add to my arsenal of health supplies is the face Theragun. It's tiny. Yeah. It's little bitty. and has like two round metal ball things. It looks really cool. I bet that would work for like sinuses too. And my headaches. I'm going to ask him to buy one of those for the office. I feel like he needs one. I think so. And, then and it can... just happens to go to your house every day. I know. I do take stuff sometimes, and he gets pissed. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen. Hello, hello. Welcome back. And today, we have um, a little more serious of a topic. You and I usually keep things pretty light, but with everything that's been going on lately, we want to talk about trolling and bullying on social media. Yeah, this is something that I know is very close to my heart. It's close to your heart. And in the past year, there have been multiple pageant contestants, pageant title holders, people involved in this industry that have committed suicide or gone through really horrible mental trauma and anxiety. Strictly not, I can't, we can't ever say like it was just because of what happened on social media but I do think it played a part in every single one of these experiences. I know. I agree. And stuff that I've seen of people that I know personally, because Mm -hmm. now that I've been in the pageant community a few years and it's, it's a small community, you kind of get to know people Mm -hmm. and I see things that get posted about people Mm -hmm. and it is so infuriating. I think sometimes almost more for you because Mm -hmm. that's your friend. Yeah. And you want to defend them. And this person is just hiding behind sometimes just a profile that has nothing on it. Right. And it's like, oh, you're really putting yourself out there. I see. But and you're going to say something about my friend. So Kristen, I'm going to back up and give you a little perspective of how long this has been going on much, much before Facebook or Instagram or TikTok even existed. There were these things that were called the VOI boards, V-O-Y. They were pageant message boards and there were multiples of them. There was one for Miss USA. There was one for Miss America, one for Miss Universe, and then some boards that covered all pageants. And it was filled with people doing basically the worst types of things you could do to another, to a a girl competing. It was usually older women and men who were no longer in the industry or no longer competing that would nitpick down to the hair color, the eye makeup, every single part of a girl, they would tear you apart, tear apart your personality, tear apart your your, um, talent that you had performed on stage your walk, your gown, any and everything. And it was so incredibly vicious and horrible. And that was happening far, far, far before social media. The void boards were completely shut down because of 
some like stuff that got out. So they don't really exist in the way that they did before. But now it's moved over to TikTok and Instagram, I feel like, primarily. I had no idea that these boards, message boards or anything, was even a thing. They sound <clears throat> awful. They were. And as a contestant, we would get told all the time, please don't go check the boy boards. They would say that. And what does that make you do as a contestant? What is a boy board? So then you go Google it, find it. I think there wasn't even Google back then. I think it was like Yahoo <laughs> search engine. But you would look it up. And then you'd find yourself getting sucked in where they were talking about every single girl competing at your state level and predicting top tens and saying why this girl would never win and why you would never do well and how terrible your talent was. It was very awful. That just hurt my heart. Like that, yeah. And and now people are doing it, but on Instagram, like you said, and commenting on people's photos that they're putting out there that they're mm-hmm. clearly proud of. Yes. Like somebody's somebody is putting a photo out there of maybe them competing and then you say how ugly that dress is and they never how who picked that dress for her and this, that, and the other. And it's like, wow, so you took a moment where she put herself out there and did something really brave, something that you probably are not capable of doing. And now you're going to make her feel bad about this really proud moment that probably took over a year's worth of work. It's it's really sad. It's just frustrating to see the comments about how someone looks like a man or this person must be like transgender because they have more masculine features or how this dress looked like it was a cheap prom dress, like things like that, that really, I don't know that the commenters always realize you're talking straight to that person. Like they see this, you're, you're commenting it on their post that they put out there. They are going to read that. You, I don't know that people think through that. Well, they need to because now, now suddenly you're the reason that they're not proud of that moment. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see someone say that to somebody's face because oh, they wouldn't. Right. right. I know personally after our friend Shaylin won Mrs. World, her TikTok really exploded. It just blew up. And the crowning pictures, the gown pictures, everything was just like blowing up with all these views and all these comments. And I spent hours one day commenting back to these people about, you know, like defending each of these women that they were bashing. And I ended up getting so sucked into it that it really took me to a dark place. So that was not the right place for me to go was to be a warrior on my own on the opposite side. I just don't know what the best way to end it is other than to just not participate. But how do we bring attention to this to other people? I don't know because I always like when people like screenshot when somebody says something and then they post it like, hey, like look what this person said to me. But then everybody's like, oh, you put them on blast, like their handles there. It's like, well, it's in my comments. Why can't I post that? Why can't I call them right. out on being such a nasty person? And I know that's people have opinions about that, but I see nothing wrong. I think if you have enough bravery in yourself to say something that nasty to somebody yeah. on social media, I don't think it's a big deal for somebody to screenshot it and share it. No, I don't either. I've had people on my personal account say things that were really hurtful and mean. And I have done that before. Um, I've had someone 
tell me I have an old body. (laughs) Some horrible things that I'm like, (laughs) and I've literally commented back, well, I have a 37 year old body because I'm 37 years old. (laughs) I don't consider that old. It did hurt my feelings. I don't feel like they were empowering me or lifting me up or helping me feel better about myself. It kind of goes back to that old adage of if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything, just keep going. You don't have to stop and comment just because you think it. And I think you need to remember too, when somebody does say something like that, like if you are a contestant, you have to think of, okay, well, what are the, what is this person doing right now? Where are they at that mm-hmm. they are going to make a comment like that or say something like that? Because like, let's say they want to comment on your fitness. They're probably not that physically fit. Like, let's be honest. Or maybe they are and they just feel so insecure about it that they're like, well, I have to tell them that they're not physically fit or that they're not, their body's not good because mm-hmm. I'm still self-conscious about mine. When you say that kind of stuff about somebody to somebody to make them feel bad like that, you have something within yourself yes. and you're putting your, and I wish, I wish more people looked at it like that. Our current Miss Universe is a victim of this right now. Um, she has just been getting torn apart on social media and it is absolutely heartbreaking to see she accomplished something she had been working for for years she had been competing to be miss universe for years and she accomplished her goal and she comes home and this is what she's faced with every day is comments on her post filled with negative talk about her instead of being so proud of the work she's doing for women and period poverty and learning about women's reproductive health and rights, it's absolutely devastating for me to see. And with us going through the mental health crisis that we are right now, all of this stuff going on and like that you're filling with these people's heads, mm-hmm. it's, it's just like, it's so devastating. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I've shared it on the podcast. I You'll have to tell me if I did. I had an eating disorder for 10 years. And the thing that I have identified through therapy is what really triggered it for me. I'd already had a lot of perfectionism issues and that's, I'm a very type A Enneagram three person. And I went to a family reunion in sixth grade and someone said to me while I had a plate of food in front of me, Oh, Rebecca, you are just so pretty. You're going to be so pretty when you lose that baby fat. And I threw my plate of food away and I went on my first diet. It took one comment. Imagine if you were filled, your feed was filled with comments daily over and over. It could take one comment for me to set my eating disorder into motion. What would 10 of those do? A hundred of those, a thousand of those. I can't imagine. No. And the fact that mental health resources are not where they need to be in -hmm. our country right now, it just, it's such a recipe for disaster. I have good insurance, thankfully. Do you know how much it costs for me to send one of my kids to a therapist or a counselor or for me to go? Um, It's $80 Okay, for my insurance. And I have really good insurance. Yeah. So for them who don't make that much money, they're not going to be able to do that. And it's like, oh, we'll see a therapist, do this, do that. Well, how? How are they supposed to do that? Oh, especially for a lot of the Miss contestants who don't have full-time jobs yet, who are still college students, they don't have those resources financially or within their time when they are already 
going to classes and preparing for a pageant and working a part-time job and volunteering and being out in their community, like how in the world are they supposed to fit in an $80 a week expense plus an hour out of their week to go? Especially for these Miss contestants, because let's be honest, those Miss contestants are probably doing the most in their communities. Yeah. And they're the ones volunteering their time and they're the ones raising money for different things and they're the ones showing up for their communities. And I don't care what people have to say about it. They absolutely do that. And they can't afford to go see a therapist because a small portion of their community is saying some of the most disgusting things to them on social media. Yes. I would love to have um, I hear many, many contestants talk about they want to do a platform or a mission or a social impact focused on mental health. I would love to see somebody really take on an initiative of online cyberbullying or whatever we want to call it, of these horrible, hateful comments, like end it, end it now. And make that your mission, make that your focus is that you will advocate for using social media in a positive way on both sides on the posting side and on the commenting side. One thing that I do like, I don't know if this is helping, hurting, or whatever, but is when the when people take these comments and they take their power away from them. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if it's Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy – I'm not I sure. I think it's Fallon that has them, like, a celebrity go on and read the comments about them out loud. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they can like make a joke about it and it shows who said it. I'm pretty sure at least. Yeah, I think so too. And it's like that. I, I love that. It's like, okay, so now you're on national television showing that you said that you think someone's feet smell. Right. That you've never met. It's like, and to just show how ridiculous it is. And I think it's probably helpful for the person even yes. to kind of yes. be like making a joke about it. Yeah. What, like when one of the celebrities took off her Louboutins and she smelled it and she's like, nope, just smells like money. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that idea. I think maybe that is a good way to handle it is just to, like you said, call them out on it and take their power away. And you don't always have to fight fire with fire. You can fight fire with validation of who you are and use those comments to say, well, no, actually, like I did with the, you have an old body. I have a 37-year-old body and I'm 37 years old. So I don't think that's too old. I don't know. You can just sort of put them back in their place and just move on. But keeping it out of your mental headspace is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if they ping something that that person's maybe already a little insecure about. Yes. Like if someone is a little more muscular and they know that, people know what they look like and somebody kind of makes fun of it mm-hmm. and it's like oh other people notice too and right. they start to feel bad about it yeah it's like and it's just I and I don't know I guess I'm not sure how you compartmentalize that if you can I think that's the best I would love to say I think you should talk it out with somebody that's always the best option yeah I wish that there were more resources for people to get medication mm-hmm. when they need it yeah because in order for them to get medication, sometimes the doctor is going to look at them and say, well, have you tried counseling? Have you tried therapy? And it's like, well, I just took off work of my, you know, maybe their hourly job to come see you. And this doctor's visit is costing me X amount and I can't afford to see a therapist. So no, I haven't seen a therapist. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to say, oh, well, 
have you tried yoga? And it's like, well, how is that going to help me compartmentalize the bullying that's Mm -hmm. happening right now? All because I'm trying to do something good for myself and good for my community. I mean, I like what, how does that even happen? How does that get fixed? I don't know. I know. One of the things that I do a lot with people who reach out to me that are struggling with different mental health issues, because I am not a therapist, I'm not a professional in this industry, but I just share what has worked for me, which is number one, I start my day with gratitude and think of things I am thankful for. Even if it's just one, I have an app, it's called the thankful app. And you have like a little place where you can track every day what it is you're thankful for that day when you wake up. And it gives you sort of a positive quote or mantra. And then at the end of the day, it sends you a reminder to think of something you're grateful for again. And staying in a place of gratefulness really has helped me battle my anxiety. I am on anxiety medication. I'm very open about that. It's something I deal with. And I don't have always the resources in our budget for me to be in therapy regularly. I go as often as I possibly can, but I can't go as often as I probably should. So I just have to find ways that have helped me personally to segment those things out of my head and fill it with gratitude and gratefulness. Sometimes when people are deep down in a depression or or deep into their thoughts, sometimes that can be very difficult for them to pull themselves out of. But having some sort of schedule where you do do that, like you said, every morning Mm -hmm. and just remembering, no, there are good things in my life. Yeah. Even if it's really, really, really small. Oh, yeah. So th- Some those days little I'm wins. thankful for <laughs> air conditioning. Or I like yes. literally that's what I write down. Or I am grateful for the granola I had in my smoothie that day, like a smoothie bowl, because it just brought me joy. It's the smallest, tiniest thing, but I have to stay focused on those small things. So the big, you know, hateful comments, the mean emojis post like put on my pictures or you know on Facebook now you don't have to do the smile you can do like an angry face or whatever I see those sometimes on my photos and it's just like why is this picture making you angry just keep scrolling so those things can start to get in my head and I just have to stay focused on the air conditioning the granola that my children that made me laugh having running water having you know, a safe home to live in. Those are the things I have to stay focused on. And I think too, when you do that and just remembering, you know what, today is a good day. I'm not Mm going to think about the bad thing that could happen tomorrow because it kind of goes back to God doesn't promise us it's going to be all good days. Right. So take the good days when you can get them. If it's a good day, if you're having small wins, it's like, you know what? This is a good day. I'm not, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to worry about what's going to happen with, you know, this meeting tomorrow. I'm not going to do, you know, you just not worrying about what my mom used to say, borrowing trouble. Yes. Right. 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 (laughs) Because it hasn't even happened yet. Or, well, what's going to happen if I enter this pageant, I put myself out there and I don't win and I'm embarrassed or I don't place or any, like, Worrying about anything like that, it's no, you need to stay in this moment. That's good because Mm -hmm. there's going to be some bad times and there's going to be some bad moments, but you can experience those when you're in those moments. I love that being present and just staying focused on the moment you're in and always there's some really great breathing exercises to help yourself get back to that grounding place of being in the moment, being present and not letting yourself get ahead 
of where you are today and just staying focused on now and today in this moment. I think also social media tips that have helped me are to unfollow or mute accounts that trigger me and my own thoughts of not being good enough, comparison, those kinds of things. I do a lot of unfollowing and a lot of muting people out of my feed. If it's not making you feel better, you don't have to follow them. No one is obligated to follow another person or to interact with their comments or be a part of it. You can block people who say hateful and mean things to you, and you can unfollow those people who trigger you. I love my mute button. Me too. And I, I think I don't even know how to like review all the people I have ever muted. So <laughs> I don't know how to ever unmute them. Well, and with the mute button too, when you go through and you, you know, because maybe it's somebody that like you're an acquaintance with, but like maybe the stuff that they post is annoying or whatever. And then, so instead of just being like, oh, that person's so annoying. Right. It's like, well, maybe they're just annoying on social media. And I'm probably annoying to people on social media sometimes too. And I'd much rather them mute me than make a whole like post about how annoying I am. (laughs) Right? If it's not impacting your life directly, you should never be commenting on what you see on someone else's social media in my mind. I, I would never just make a whole post about something I saw on another person's social media that I did not like. That's just a waste of my time. I would so much rather tell you about this cute new outfit I found or this awesome new makeup I tried or I'd rather just talk to you about a positive quote I heard. I don't need to spend my mental energy like bashing someone else. Gosh, it just absolutely infuriates me. And I just, with this whole, like how it affects people's mental health, because Mm -hmm. I just feel like there's such a direct correlation to the bullying that happens online and that person who's receiving all of that on the other end, having to just internalize all of that and think through it. And I, you know what? And as far as mental health goes, I don't care what your platform is. You should care about mental health. Oh yeah. If your platform's domestic violence, do you know what kind of resources there are truly to oh, help gosh. a poor domestic violence victim when she's coming out of something really heal so that she doesn't start that process over again? Next, I, to, next yeah. to none. Do you care about the environment? Well, there's 80,000 people on the coast of California that are defecating and it's going right into the, into the water. It's happening here where I live in Cincinnati, all of that going into the river. We have a huge homeless population. And then people want to say, oh, well, we have places for them to go. They just can't be on drugs. Well, yeah, because they have he- mental health issues and they're all self-medicating. Mm-hmm. You care about drug use, you should care about mental health. Yeah. It is something everyone should care about. I completely agree. I do. While you were saying that, I thought of something that I think might be a great thing that you could do is if you do see someone that you know, or that even that you don't know, but you follow, get those type of comments on their account, send them a DM and just say, Hey girl, just want to let you know, I think you're killing it. And send them like a positive message or comment something positive. The more positivity you can put out, the more you're going to get back. And I feel like that is maybe a great way you can sort of lift them up and help them remember people do see what they're doing. They see it and they see it for the right reasons. 
Oh my gosh, Rebecca, that just brought me down to earth because I went on my tirade and that just warmed my heart because that was really, (laughs) that's such a good idea. Yeah, because I know that's something that I've done is what I'll, if if I have their number, like their phone number, I'll send them a text and just be like, hey girl, just seeing what's everything's happening over on your TikTok, I just want to let you know you're amazing. Like just remind them, okay, come back down. You are someone who actually for real knows you, thinks you're great. These are strangers. They don't know you. They're just keyboard warriors, you know, come back to earth and remind yourself that, okay, my real people who know, love me and actually like have been around me, they see it. They see the value in what I'm doing. I can't let these strangers bring me down. And I think that's hard as a supportive person too, because you don't want to draw attention to the bad thing. At the same time, like, like I know someone's commented on one of your videos before and I'm the queen of typos. I feel like when I, (laughs) like when I text, I just like, don't pay attention as much as I should. And I figure out, I'm just like, oh, they'll figure it out. Right. And I finally cracked and said something (laughs) to this person. And it was so full of typos that my husband (laughs) had to also comment on it. Cause he's like, Kristen, that doesn't even (laughs) make sense. I was like, it makes sense. And he was like, that looks like a four-year-old typed it. And so he like had to say. <laughs> well, it did make me feel really, really good though that I had not just Kristen, but also Matt coming up to my defense because sometimes you can read it, you can let it roll off your back, but having someone that you know, like just give you those encouraging words really helps. Well, good. I'm glad that my comment full of type. <laughs> And he was like, just delete it and do it again. I was like, I don't know how to delete it. It's there forever. Okay. Like it's there. (laughs) I was like, maybe it'll take the heat off of Rebecca and they'll just make fun of me now. (laughs) I mean, really what we just are trying to bring attention to today and just talk about is how important it is that we do talk about what's happening on social media, especially I'm sure it happens in person as well. But where we are seeing it the most right now, I feel like, is social media. Talk to your kids about how to use social media in an appropriate way. Check in with them. Make sure that they're using it in the right way because we want this next generation to know how horrible and harmful these things can be. And also comment positive things. Send them a message. Remind them that they're doing amazing and that they are a great role model, a great community member, a great advocate, whatever it is. And do not be one of those people who makes those comments on other people's accounts. That is the absolute worst example of a citizen of the pageantry community that I could ever ask for. Yes, and I think that's uh, something else to remember because I feel like every pageant person feels like a lot of people just think they're a very – a pageant person is a certain way. It's like don't feed into that. Don't be the person – that is the example that pageant people are mean or catty or whatever. Don't do that. Don't feed into that. Um, The other thing we did talk about today was if you are being triggered or something is just setting your own mental health off in the wrong way, unfollow, mute, or block that person. Yes, absolutely. And if you are struggling to find mental health services, please, please, please reach out to the different hotlines that are available. Mm -hmm. There's not a ton. I mean, there are resources, but sometimes they're not going to be a ton of help, but every little bit of help that you're able to get is really, really important. Yeah. And if you're so far down that you don't even think you can do that 
at least reach out to someone else and talk to them about what's going on and let them maybe make that connection to you or for you. Let them find the right number to call, the right person to book a session with, whatever it is. But don't do this alone. Yes. All right, Chris. Are we off our soapbox now? I think for a little while, but I, I can't imagine it will last long because I feel like we get on this topic a lot. I know. It really gets me just fired up. And it gets me fired up that the that people don't have the same resources and especially people that maybe don't have very much money. They're usually the people that need it the most. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it again. I, I've been screaming from the rooftops about it as of lately. But I do want to know what your Chris's question of the week is because usually it makes me at least smile or be glad that I don't have to answer it. It'll either way. <laughs> well, I will ask this question this week. How will you use your social media as a title holder to promote positive change and positive mental health? I just usually post pictures of me doing something stupid. <laughs> hey, your TikToks and Reels are the best. So never stop posting those because those are so funny. I feel like I'm out of breath now. <laughs> this, is a t- this is a tough one. It was a heavy one, but it's important to talk about. And we have to talk about it because everyone should be talking about it. Yes. And as an en- – you know what? I feel like as an Enneagram 8, I get very protective of mm-hmm of certain people and I'm sure you as a three just wants to do something that's going to make a change. Yeah. You're very driven. That's why I'm like, what is an idea that we can do? How can we make this different? And you're more like, I will fight for my people. Like I will fight for justice. I'm going to scream about it. And then you're going to actually think of something that can for real be done. <laughs> I like it. Maybe we'll start our own like series of videos on each of our personal accounts of calling out hateful people that comment on us and like laughing at it. I would love that. I really, you know who I want to do that? Shaylin. Yes. I want her to do it so bad. Cause I think she is like the epitome of the person that doesn't take herself so seriously that she can't laugh about things like yeah. that. Like she told me one thing and because I know that of her, I busted up laughing because it was the most ridiculous thing I'd ever heard. And she was just like, yep, I guess that's just how I am now. And I'm like, I mean, you have to laugh about that. That's, I've never heard something so ridiculous ever. I know the fact that she can just let it roll off of her back. It, so I don't know if you've ever watched RuPaul's Drag Race, but there was a character on it, or I guess not a character, uh, contestant on there that would always say water off a duck's back water off a duck's back anytime they would get negative critiques about their like outfits and things oh and I kind of love it like just think to yourself like water off a duck's back it's it's not like you can't internalize this don't let it soak in no and I usually think if it's like well this is like a you thing (laughs) that's usually my go-to like it's like this sounds like a you thing (laughs) I love it Maybe that should be the standard responses. Sounds like a you problem. Right. Like when my daughter points out that my extension wefts are showing. Well, <laughs> that was rude. It sounds like a you problem. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> Looks great from the front. That's all I care about. Oh, my goodness. Well, Rebecca, I really loved talking to you about this. And I'm glad that we got to get a little more fired up about something. Yes. And to any of our listeners, if you have 
suggestions or ideas on how we can help to combat this online bullying, the hateful comments, all of it, please let us know and we will join you in the fight to end it because it's got to stop. I'm going to start posting this stuff about people. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Look what this mean person said to (laughs) (laughs) so-and-so. Oh my goodness. All right, Rebecca. Well, as we always say at the end of every episode, don't forget to sparkle. We are currently booking our next guest, so follow us on Instagram at pageantbuzzpod and send us a DM if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast.